Hello everyone, today welcome to the 13th episode of Dragon's Fire Book. Today I'm going to be reviewing Flora and Ulysses by Kate DeCamel. So this is an interesting book um, because um, if you remember a few episodes ago when I interviewed my brother and sister Aurora and Gus, um, if you remember Aurora chose a book called Mercy Watson. It's the same author. So yeah, I really love this book personally. I think it's funny, and it's just overall really good. And, okay, so here's what happens. It starts off with Flora, who's, like, this girl, and she lives with her mom because her parents are divorced. Her neighbor, Tootie, she got a vacuum cleaner for her birthday, and then she vacuumed a squirrel, and then, like, gave the squirrel magical powers. So the... The squirrel gets magical powers, and then Flora saves him. She performs CPR on him. So then Flora's mom finds out, and she gets super mad. And Flora's mom is not a super good mom. Um, So she gets super mad, and she wants to kill the squirrel and bury it. So, um, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the um, Ulysses is the name of the squirrel. Recently on Disney Plus, they released a trailer for Flora and Ulysses the movie, and it looked really good. I'm excited. So I think what's really interesting about this book is that it's like half graphic novel and half not. I guess I think that that format was really interesting. I like it. It's fun. A graphic novel. It's like a book except it instead of a bunch of words, there's pictures. And the pictures have, like, speech bubbles over them. And that's that's how you know what the characters are saying and what's happening and stuff. So you guys all probably already knew that. Okay, so the excerpt is from Chapter 25, which is called Seal Blubber. So here we go. Tootie appeared. She was waving one of the pink gloves as if it were a flag of surrender. Stop the car, she shouted. Step on the gas, Flora told her father. She did not want to talk to Judy, and she definitely did not want to talk to William Spiver. She didn't want to see herself reflect in his glasses. She had her own thoughts about the random and confusing nature of the universe. She didn't need his, too. Also, she was in a hurry. There was a murder to stop, a superhero to mentor, villains to vanquish, darkness to eradicate. She couldn't waste her time trading stupid thoughts with William Spiver. Florabelle, shouted William's favorite, almost as if he were reading her mind. I've got some interesting thoughts. He ran towards the car and fell into the bushes. Great Aunt Tootie, he shouted. I need your assistance. What in the world is going on, said her father. He slammed on the brakes. It's just a temporarily blind boy, said Flora. And Mrs. Tickham from next door. She's his aunt, his great aunt. Never mind, it doesn't make any difference. Keep going. But it was too late. Tootie had helped William's fiber out of the bushes and the two of them were walking toward the car. Hello, her father called out to them. I'm George Buckman. How do you do? Flora's father introduced him to himself to everyone all the time, even if the person was someone they had already met. It was an annoying and extremely persistent habit. Hello, sir, said William Spiver. I'm William Spiver. I would like to speak to your daughter, Flora Bell. I don't have time to talk to you right now, William Spiver, said Flora. Great Aunt Tootie, could you assist me? Will you please take me to Flora's side of the vehicle? Please excuse me while I escort this extremely disturbed and neurotic child to the other side of the car, said Tootie. 
Certainly, certainly, said Flora's father, and then he said to absolutely no one, George Buckman, how do you do? Flora sighed. She looked down at Ulysses. Considering the human being she was surrounded by, believing in a squirrel seemed like an increasingly reasonable plan of action. I wanted to apologize, said Williams, by was now standing beside her window. For what? said Flora. It wasn't the worst poetry I've ever heard. Oh, said Flora. Also, I'm sorry that I wouldn't take my glasses off when you asked me to. Take them off now, then, said Flora. I can't, said William Spiber. They've been glued to my head by evil forces beyond my control. You lie, said Flora. Yes, no, I don't, I do. I'm engaging in hyperbole. It seems as if glasses have been glued to my head. He lowered his voice. Actually, I'm afraid that if I take my glasses off, the whole world will unravel. That's stupid, said Flora. There are bigger things to worry about. For instance? Flora realized that what she was going to say to William's favor she hadn't intended to say. The words were out of her mouth before she could stop them. Do you know what an arch nemesis is, she whispered. Of course I do, William's favor whispered back. Right, said Flora. Well, Ulysses has got one. It's my mother. William Spiber's eyes rose above his dark glasses. Flora was pleased to note that he looked properly surprised and shocked. Speaking of Ulysses, said Tootie, I have some poetry I would like to recite to him. Are you sure that now is time for a poetry recitation? Ulysses sat up straighter in his bootsy boots shoebox. He looked at Tootie. He nodded. I was moved by your poetry. Tootie told the squirrel. Ulysses puffed out his chest. And I have some poetry I would like to recite to you in honor of the um, recent transformations of your life. Tootie put her hand on her chest. This is Rilk, she said. You sent out behind your bacall. Go to the limits of your longing. Embody me. Flare up like a flame. And make big shadows. I can move in. Ulysses stared up at Tootie, his eyes bright. Flare up like a flame! said Flora's father from the front seat. That is moving, yes. That is quite lovely, flaring up like a flame. Thank you so much. We have to be on our way now. But will you return? <laughs> said William Spiber. Flora looked up and saw William Spiber's words hang in the air above him like a small, tattered flag. But will you return? I'm just spending the afternoon with my father, William Spiber, she said. It's not like I'm heading off to the South Pole. Terrible things can happen to you had done an extensive piece on what you could do if you were stranded in the South Pole. Their advice was, could be summed up in three simple words. Eat, seal, blubber. It was astonishing, really, what people could live through. Flora felt cheered up all of a sudden, just thinking about eating seal blubber and doing impossible things, surviving when the odds were against her and her squirrel. They would figure out a way to outwit the arch-nemesis. They would drive over the shovel in the sack, and they would drive together like Dolores and Incandesto. I'm glad, said William Spiber. I'm glad you're not going to the South Pole, Florabelle. Flora's father cleared his throat. George Buckman, he said. How do you do? It was nice to meet you, sir, said William Spiber. Remember those words, said Tootie. Flare up like a flame, said Flora's father. I was speaking to the squirrel, said Tootie. Of course, said Flora's father. My apologies, the squirrel. I will see you again, said William Spiber. Beware the arch-nemesis, said Flora. I will see you again, said William Spiber. 
We're off to fight evil, said Flora as her father backed to the car out of the driveway. William Spiver waved at the car. I will see you again. He seemed so stuck on the idea of seeing her again that Flora didn't have the heart to tell him he was waving in the wrong direction. I liked that passage because I think it perfectly illustrates the whole book. Um, and that's one of my favorite pet chapters just in general. I think that Kate DiCamillo's characters are just so unique. They're just different somehow, you know? I think they have a lot of personality, and I think they were just done really well. That poem that Tootie recited was actually a real poem by a person named Rainier Maria Rilke. An interesting fact about this person is that he actually had writer's block for eight years, but then he got through it and wrote this poem. This has been Lego with Dragonfire Books. As always, I'm grateful that you came along on my book journey today. Don't forget to rate and review my podcast in Apple Podcasts. And you can always send me an email at bookswithallegra at gmail.com. This is Allegra signing off. Peace and happy reading.